so this episode is it's kind of a two-hander. It's kind of, it's it's like a Odo Garrick episode. Um but yeah. I'd say to the degree that Odo is in it, he's kind of more figuring out what Garrick's deal is. Now, one thing, so we, sometimes we do this uh, on the show where if, if we're talking about an episode that's about a certain character, we will read their little character synopsis in the oh, yeah. Modifius, uh, Modifius Star Trek role-playing game supplements that I own that I purchased partially just so we could read about them on the show. Just, yep. So for uh, DS9, they usually do them for just the main characters, but for DS9, they actually do have one for Garrick. So I thought we could read the Garrick. Yeah, uh, this is a good episode to do that for, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Garrick, who it does, it does list his profession in, in this as Taylor. Okay. Um, which is just, just Taylor. Know, is, just a, that's what he, he has. Well, a simple Taylor. Just know, a he, simple he would, Taylor. he would like that. Um, yeah. Uh, so he's got, we always go through like their values, um, which is, I don't really, we still don't really understand what the values are supposed to mean. And then his attributes is just kind of like his core kind of like modifying abilities. And then his disciplines, which are like his skill sets. And then he's, we go through his talents as well. So um, his values are, my lies are the truest of all stories. Uh, well-placed words are deadlier than a phaser. You can't let them know what you value and get them before they get you. And I was a little disappointed that they didn't have any quotes from this episode in in the values. I thought I, did I was thinking good ones in this episode, yeah. Yeah, I thought that maybe they would try. They would. They would. They would go for like never tell the same lie twice or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but uh, then his attributes, which are usually ranked from like eight, seven or eight to twelve, he's got um, a seven in fitness. Uh, and the, uh, a an eight in control and insight, a ten in daring and reason. He's got a twelve in presence. So he's got a he's got a high, you know, very very uh, kind of strong personality. Yeah, he and does then, seem like one of those that would be like where you could have, you know, I think we've had some other ones that we've done that are more kind of like balanced. He does seem like someone that's very specialized in kind of like one type of thing. Yeah, which is true of his disciplines too. So he's got only a one in con and science, and he's got a three in command, engineering, and medicine. And he's got a five in security. I think those are rated on a scale of one to five. Okay. So his his talents are um, he's got he's got advisor, which lets him help other people re-roll discipline checks. He's got constantly watching, which um, lets him make checks uh, to like. Look for danger or hidden enemies more easily. That makes sense. He's he's got interrogation, which uh, basically gives him bonuses for successfully completing like interrogation checks, and he's got cautious, which is basically lets him reroll like uh, security checks in in certain consta- contexts. Hmm. So, okay. yeah, I think a pretty a pretty good thematic. I mean, like, so I'll say, as someone who's not played this game, type, like type someone who hasn't played this game, he's a pretty a pretty good thematic build on this guy. I think. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah. So that's that's Garrick the character, or Garrick the 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 playable the the NPC, and now we'll get into Garrick the man in this episode. Hi everybody, and welcome to Out of Contracts, a show where two guys who have seen part of Star Trek try to watch all of it in no particular order. I'm Ryan Howard, and I'm Brady Jungle. And today we are talking about uh, one of those weird uh, DS9 episodes where it's. 
it has a part one in the title, but then the second part is has a different title. A different title. So this is Improbable Cause Part One, uh, which is uh, followed by what's the next episode called? The Die Is Cast Part Two, um, which we're not talking about the Die Is Cast Part Two because these were two different. These were released as two different episodes. Yeah. So yeah, it's we're not just like talk a, about. Uh, I'm tr- I'm trying to think of what Voyager would do that sometimes, where it would be like yeah. a two-parter, but it would come out as just like one double length episode. Yeah, there's there's one or two DS9 episodes like that too, but yes, um, it's not like that. It's just it was like an actual two different episodes. So Improbable Cause, so which is season three, episode twenty of DS9. Um, so not very long before uh, before Worf comes on the scene, but no Worf in this episode. Um, it is written by Rene Echevarria, uh, Robert Letterman, and or Lederman, and David R. Long, and it's directed by Avery Brooks. Uh, oh, cool! So good on you, Avery Brooks. It's a good episode. Uh, the the Memory Alpha synopsis is: Odo begins an investigation after a bomb destroys Garrick's tailor shop. Part one of two. Um, so I know Garrick's like been on. Uh, been on episodes we've watched for the show yeah, before. Yeah, not many of them, though. I can only really think of a couple right, where I, like, like, remember Garrick particularly. Like, there's the one with, where, like, Ezri first shows up on the station. Oh, that's um, right. I forgot that he's in that one. And, and then, then, I was thinking about, there's the one, one of my favorite episodes of all of DS9, which is an episode we've done, which is the one where they're stuck on that asteroid prison. Yeah, that's the other one I was thinking. That yeah, I think Garrick plays a pretty major role in that one. Yeah, because he's he's in he's like in the wall and he has claustrophobia and he's trying to like yeah fix something in the wall. Now, also I was I was trying to remember. So like that episode is uh, an Ambrontane in that episode because um, I don't believe he's. I know they talk about him, but I don't believe he's in it. I think you're right because I believe what happens is that he's in the preview because that's that the episode we watched that was part two, of uh, part one that was part two of two we didn't watch part one, and in part one he is in that episode and I believe he dies in part one and then he's he's not in part two, so yeah um, this I is think the they first also talk about him some in like the the Esri one too because that one is like basically Garrick like kind of coming to terms with like working against the Cardassians and I think like. That's like his relationship because it never contains the one that like it turns out is actually his dad, right? Yes. Is this, I, I guess spoilers for DS. I don't know if we need to do spoiler warnings on this show. No, you should know by now that we, this yeah. show is not. It's an about, old like, show. Maintaining yeah. continuity because we jump around. But yeah, I think mm-hmm. you've told me this before that like it never contains is actually, or maybe they talk about that in one of those episodes. Yeah, I think and they. So, I think like, they talk about it. He in... just kind of like internally has this very complex like. He hates his dad, but also like he feels guilty for not doing what his dad wanted. Um, right, uh, and this I think is the first, the first. It's, it's certainly the first appearance of Tane. I think it might be the first mention of him, even. Okay. Um, so he's not like really in a, a ton of the show. Yeah, that was I think the he might only thing, be in like, like three or four episodes. With this episode, it's like the very end, I guess. Like once all like the Tane stuff started happening, I was like. Not sure how much of it I was supposed to be following. Because, like, I know kind of the basic, like, gist of Garrick is that, like, he's a simple tailor that is, like, used to be a really good, like, Cardassian spy, but now is more, like, sympathetic towards. Well, it's it's interesting because the they. Guys, but, yeah. They, um, they, they spend a long time, like, kind of, like, 
him being like, well, I'll never tell. I'm like, this is the first episode of the show where he actually, at the end of the episode, is like, yeah, I was in the Obsidian Order, which is like the, mm-hmm. which is like the black ops for the Cardassian state. Yeah. Um, and before this, like everyone's like, you were in the Obsidian Order, right? And he's like, no, what are you talking about? Which, just which, which, Taylor. which is kind just... of what he does at the beginning of this episode mm-hmm. too. Um, but uh, so this is like an important episode for him. This is like one of his meteor meteor episodes and he's Andrew Robinson plays him um, and I'm, I want to see how many episodes that Garrick was on um, but like he's always so good this episode I really thought was really fun and yeah. and like Andrew Robinson is just so good I, I texted you just like the king and your Andrew Robinson like as I was watching this he's, yeah he's just yeah he's really good I mean I always I just always really enjoy a like Odo solves a mystery episode. I really like Odo and I really like like when Odo's in full sort of investigation, like, beat cop type form. Yeah, he's not my favorite, but I do like him, though. Yeah. He's not, but I, I like so many of the characters on the show, though, so, like... Like, when he's, like, um, interrogating the assassin guy, and that is... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Odo... I, I enjoyed the, like, Odo investigating stuff part of the episode, I think. And, yeah, like, figuring yeah. stuff out, or, like, when he reveals that, like, he kind of knew the whole time that Garrick had done it, and that kind of stuff, so... Yeah. Um, Garrick is on 33 episodes of... Um, oh, really? Is that all? Of DS9. He's only in one episode in season Feels like not one. Long. He's only in one in season one, and he's in... I mean, 33 episodes is, like, a good amount, like, for a guest star, or for, for like, a recurring yeah, guest star. Yeah, it is. But, Especially yeah, I feel like Trek I thought show. of him more as just, like, a sort of fixture. But Well, yeah, he's in, he's in one episode only of season one, and okay. then he's in uh, three in season two, and then after that, he's in, he, he's in it pretty... Yeah, he's in a good like. Once more, like story six, six, seven of a, a season. Yeah. Um, okay. He just, I, I think, like again, this is one I've talked about this like before, but like he is, or like he is one of those guys where it's just like, I think one one of the one of the reasons why I love DS Nine in particular so much is that it is the only, it's the only Trek show that has like. It's the it's the the world is the most fully realized and like that's in large part because it has like such a completely solid stable of guest stars, mm-hmm. um, who are but, on like, it, some like, of a the good best amount. actors on the show are like Andrew Robinson and Jeffrey Combs that yeah Andrew Robinson Jeffrey Combs Max Grodinchik yeah Aaron Eisenberg uh, uh, what can I what's what's the name of Ducat's character too. Or Dugat's actor. Oh yeah, what is his name? Mark um, Alimo, I think. Yes, yes, Alimo. right, yes. Yeah, Mark Alimo. Yeah, like like they're all so good, and I know some people. Some people would say that uh, Andrew Robinson is the best of them. I, I don't know that I would agree with that. Not because I think he's anything less than great, because I think he's great. But like I just think, I think Jeffrey Combs and Mark Alimo are so so good, and like and yeah. I love I love Max Rodenjik too, and I think Aaron Aaron Eisberg does a great job too, and. Like yeah, it's just it's just such a strong bench. Even like Chase Masterson, like when she's on the show, and of course, like there's a few episodes with um, with Major Barrett, and she's really good. And you know, it's just like it's just such a strong, such a strong like side cast. To say nothing of like the main cast, which I think, generally speaking, is quite good as well. Um, but uh, maybe with Nana Visitor accepted, uh, and you know. I don't know. Like I, I've I've softened on that performance too, uh, over time. But 
Uh, yeah. So let's let's get into it. Let's get into this very Garricky yeah. with like with like a side serving of Odo uh, episode. Yeah. So so it starts out with um, a, a scene with Bashir and Garrick, like eating. The scene's so good. <laughs> eating a meal together, and basically Garrick kind of just sort of speculating on like why humans eat so fast. Well, he, before uh, that though, he talks about how Julia isn't a good play. Oh, uh, that's right, because <laughs> Caesar should have seen it coming. Yeah. He's like, it was obvious that he was going to be betrayed. Um. Yeah. The, 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 the first of multiple times in the episode where he just is like, talks about like a human, like a classic human story and how it doesn't, it's not up to snuff. But yeah, <laughs> that's right. I forgot. I forgot that that's how it starts. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then he's like, why do humans eat so fast? And he's just kind of giving him some crap. Yeah, because he's just like, you know, like, it, it. there's some, like, evolutionary thing where it goes back to when you were, like, afraid of starving. And so, like, even though now you always know that you'll have enough food, that's still, like, something in there. And he's just like, someone should do a study on that. Like, it's very, like, fascinated by it. Um, and then he goes back to his shop and then it expl- like the his shop explodes and they run in there and like he's still alive and they get him to sick bay and you know they ask him like who would want to kill you and he's of course just like no one would ever want to like i can't imagine anyone wanting to kill me i've never done anything i'm, I'm just a simple tailor yeah i've never done anything that would make anybody mad you know that i so i forgot like i forgot like who blew up the the shop. Oh yeah, and so I remember thinking I, I, was, I was watching it this time, and I was like, "Man, it is kind of weird that he just seems like totally fine." Oh, that he's not like shaken by the fact that well, no, no, not, someone's coming. Not, oh, like, just that, that he not, wasn't hurt. He's not injured in any way, really. It seems like. Um, yeah, and I was like, "That's that's like kind of weird." And but then, like, of course, like the reveal, like it makes total sense why that's the case. You know, good writing is all I'm saying. Um, yeah. Um, and yeah, and so then Odo, you know, Cisco tells Odo to like investigate this and figure out what happened. Garrick's just like, it must have just been an accident. And Odo starts his investigation. And I think, I forget when it is that they do the whole boy who cried wolf thing. Is that in that's, this part? That's, that's, that's in that scene where he's in the, that, where he's in the, uh, when he's, when he's getting checked out. Yeah. Okay. Because Bashir says to him that, yeah, this is, I also loved this, this bit too. Where Bashir starts telling him the story of the boy who cried wolf. Yeah, because Garrick's just like, I'm actually telling the truth this time. Why won't anyone believe me? Like, I don't know who did it. Yeah. Well, that's but that's that's so good because it's like this multi-level, like it's like a multi-level joke and also like a great like little insight into like Bashir or uh, um, Garrick's character. Because he's like, here's a story of the boy who cried wolf, and he's like, there was a boy who one time said there was a wolf and then everyone came and there was no wolf so he like said he fought it off and then Garrick's like oh that's pretty smart like he's yeah. he's uh he's like lying to get people to, thing, to yeah. like him yeah and then and then he's like but then but later on a wolf did come and he cried wolf and no one came and so he got eaten by a by a, the wolf and then <laughs> Garrick's like that's kind of gross for a kid's story like like he's kind of like <laughs> yeah. like humans are so weird why would you tell this story to a child and then and then he's like uh, you know, the moral of the story is that you, if you keep on lying, no one will believe you. <laughs> and then he's like, no, I think the moral of the story is actually 
never uh what does he say never never tell the same lie never twice tell the same like, lie twice yeah which is yeah it's just really good like and and just like uh interrupts and just delivers all of his lines with just this kind of like theatrical flair you know uh, yeah there's another so... line i think is a little bit later on like kind of once they're sort of unraveling a little bit more where he says that you know something like telling the truth just means you've like run out like you've run out of ideas for lies or something like that mm-hmm. he says something about like a lack of creativity or yeah i'm sure it'll be in the like memorable quotes yeah the truth is just an excuse for a lack of imagination yeah um but he just is always like he's just a little bit of like a fancy lad you know like a little bit like like he he's like just very kind of pleased with himself and he's, he's very fashionable like I, yeah. I i like that like they they do usually dress him in like these kind of like weird patterns and stuff like it's like kind of in the cardassian style a little bit but it's it is its own thing where it's like clearly this is like someone who is like trying to like dress differently because he is a tailor he takes he takes the tailoring yeah. part of his job seriously like yeah and he's just he's just really good like yeah and so they, so yeah. And so meanwhile, Odo is kind of like, you know, doing his investigation and he finds a certain type of like sensor, a pheromonic sensor in the, or I think O'Brien finds it and like gives it to Odo in kind of the wreckage of the shop. And he's like, well, this is something that could be used to like recognize when a Cardassian came into the shop and then detonate a bomb. And he's like, there's a specific like kind of species that has a lot that has assassins that are known to use this kind of things and there just so happens to be one of those that came onto the ship yesterday yeah um this is a good scene too when he interrogates the guy i I really like the odo interrogation scene yeah yeah um because he's like interrogating this you know this uh this alien that thinks that says he's just like here selling perfume and so he kind of pulls out a bunch of different types of perfume, and he's just like, I don't have a sense of smell, so you'll have to, like, explain to me what this is. And very much does the kind of thing where, like, he goes back and forth between, like, interrogating and asking him, like, where were you yesterday? And, like, why did you come to the station? And, like, you know, and then he's, like, pulling out these things and, like, what does this one smell like? And he's like, well, what happens if I mix these two together? And well, then, he's, like, he's kind of doing, like, good cop, bad cop with himself. With himself. Yeah, he really is. He's, he's great. This is yeah, I really enjoy the scene. And then he kind of like tries to add like a third one and the the other guy gets like kind of panicky and he's just like, No, 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 don't don't do that. That wouldn't smell good. And he's like, Oh, I mean I think I should try it and he's like, Please please don't. Yeah. And basically what kind of what Odo knows is that like mixing those three chemicals together makes a like deadly poison. Um, to kind of like reveal that he knows that like this guy is actually an assassin that's just carrying around poison and pretending it's perfume. Yeah, but he still lets him go because I mean, he explains why later, which is that he's like, well, this guy didn't do the bomb because he wanted to poison him. He wouldn't. He he wasn't going to try to blow up the shop. You know. Yeah, and so so yeah, so then he like lets him go and puts a tracker on his ship. So then Odo and Garrick get in the shuttle and try to follow this ship. Um, and it kind of, once it gets far enough away from the station, it explodes. And so then they, they come back and I think this is the point where Odo like goes to talk to a like shady Cardassian in a cave. No, no. Cause first they, they're like, this is, they're like, Oh no! They figure out the Romulans must. They figure out the Romulans are involved. Yeah. They figure out for, for some reason they figure out the Romulans. I think that because of like, 
the technology that was used to blow up the ship or something, they figured out that the Romulans must be, the Tal Shiar must be involved yeah. in... And they're like, oh, so happening. they were, you know, like, killing off the assassin to tie off loose ends. And then they're like, well, why would the Romulans want to kill Garrick? Um, and, like, anytime they ask someone this, like, you know, I think they ask Garrick and then... Later, Odo asks, they ask somebody, I think it's when Odo asks his other Cardassian, and they're just like, well, you'd have to ask the Romulans about that. And so, the, yeah, so they, they, like, call up the Romulans, and the Romulans are just like, oh, yeah, we killed that assassin, because he was an assassin. Yeah. Um, but, it has, but, like, we don't know why this Taylor's shop blew up. That's weird. We didn't have anything to do with that. Well, they also said, like, she said something really funny where she said that, like, yeah, he was wanted for blah, 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 so, like... His execution was perfectly legal, and I was like, I don't think that's true. Like, 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 I'm pretty sure you blew him up in Federation space, and it's not an execution. Like, that's yeah, an assassination like, at best. Yeah, by like a bomb on this guy's ship. Yeah. So I'm not really sure how that. I, I'm a, like, that's that's some like United States government <laughs> stuff of like, oh right. yeah, yeah, we you know, it's legit. Yeah, we say so. Say, uh, we had, we talked to the the right members of Congress, and so that we had it approved. Yeah. Very uh, yeah very a uh, very you know wide-ranging assumption as to like what's legal you know but yeah and so then they're just like well so now we like think the Romulans did it but can't figure out why and so then Odo goes to talk to this like Cardassian that he kind of still has like contacts with in like a dimly lit cave somewhere um which was this supposed to be this wasn't supposed to be Anna Brintain was it it was just no no do we ever figure out who this Cardassian is? is this I like don't know that we do, just... actually. I, 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 couldn't, I can't remember. I don't think so, though. Because they keep showing, like, half of his face. They show, like, his his eyes or something like that. Yeah, no, um, that's not supposed to be... Um, yeah, I don't, they don't even say... I don't, they, don't, they don't say his name or anything in memory alpha. I don't, I don't think it's supposed okay. to be... I don't think it's supposed to be anybody other than just, like, a dude that he knows. Yeah. Okay. Um, who basically, like, tells Odo that there were kind of, like, a whole bunch of other... There were, like, five other Cardassians that, like, used to be part of the Obsidian Order with Garrick um, that all died on the same day in, like, very sort of suspicious manners. Yeah. Um, or, or I guess, like, by, like, kind of not super suspicious manners, but, like, either, like, died from natural causes or had, like, accidents. Right. Um, but, like, all happened to die at the same time. And so... They he Odo like goes back and tells Garrick about this, and I think this is the when he's like this is sort of the first time that Garrick is surprised. Yeah, because like Garrick didn't know that kind of all these other people that he used to work with are dead, and is actually like ha- happy about it. Well, also I, that's, that's that's like when he real like Odo really gets mad at him because he's like because he, he's like these other people died, and he's like you know them too, right? He's like yeah, I know them because I am not allowed to go back to Cardassia because of taxes. Like he like he he's. He's just like, oh yeah, I know all of these other spies, but like, I'm not a spy. Like, like, and he was just like, cut it yeah, out. Yeah, like, I just. This is... <laughs> yeah, and I think Odo even says at some point, like, you know, like you can do these little games with like Bashir and that, but like, yeah, just tell me the truth. And he's like, because I know you. And this is when Odo reveals that, like, I know that you blew up your own shop. Yeah. Um, because basically what he figured out is that kind of everyone else and like this assassin would have like if he was it was an assassination attempt it would have tried to look like a like kind of subtle accident not like a big explosion and so he's like oh you know garrick knew that there was an assassin coming for him and so he blew up his shop to make odo investigate it to like kind of 
flush out the the assassin. Yep. And then so and then they realized that kind of like the thing that tied all of these people, like Garrick and all of these people that got assassinated, was that they all worked under Enabrintain. And so Garrick is just like, well, I will, you know, I'll like reach out to Tain and see what he knows. And he tries to call Tain and uh, is it his wife or like his Garrick's mom or like well, there's there's like I, a lady I, that answer answers. I like I, was thinking, I was trying to remember this. I think it actually might be. I'm, I'm gonna look it up. I'm pretty sure that it might be Garrick's mom because I, I think it's like it's like she was she's she's his maid, but I thought that she like ended up. Um, maybe not. I thought that she ended up having like some kind of a sexual relationship with Anabrintain, but maybe not. Maybe okay. Because like her and Garrick seem to like know each other really well, and like yeah. she's clearly like worried about Tane because she's just like he's been like he disappeared a while ago and no one's heard from him. So like please go find him and make sure he's okay. Because and at this point Garrick is just like worried that the Romulans are gonna also try to kill him. I I I really thought I really had to laugh though because her hair is very funny to me where she has like she's a Cardassian she has Cardassian she's a Cardassian but she has she just has like the hair of like, like an old, old lady hair an old human woman like like yes yeah it, it is a very weird I, I couldn't quite place what it was because like Cardassians have hair but yeah for some reason it's just like you just look like you have human hair well she looks and, like, like Cardassian forehead she looks very much like she has um like I feel like I've seen, like, an episode of Voyager with, like, where, like, Kate Mulgrew wears, like, old age makeup or something, and she has, like, that haircut, or, like, a very similar one, like... Yeah. yeah it just it looks, looks, looks like very, like, human old woman hair, which is funny. Yeah. Yeah, and so then, yeah, like, Garrick and Odo kind of go to... Garrick's like, well, I know, like, if he's going to hide anywhere, this is where he'll be. And so they go to his, like, essentially, like, safe you know, like, safe house, like, hideout type of place. And when they, I think when they get there, then they get captured by a Romulan ship. Yep. And, and then, because it's, Tame's on, is Tame on the Romulan ship, or are the Romulans at Tame's? No, Essentially, they Tame, end up, like, Tame is on the Tame is on the Romulan ship, and he basically okay. is, like, it, I, he, he, if I'm interpreting this, like, all correctly, like, he was forced into retirement, a while ago, and like is teaming up with the Tal Shiar so that they can both invade the Tal Shiar, and he can invade the 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 Gamma Quadrant, Gamma Quadrant. and defeat. Because they think that the Dominion are going to be a threat, and so they're just like, we need to like go essentially like assassinate the founders of the Dominion, right? And, and before and, they invade the Alpha Quadrant. And, and so th- th- this is kind of his play to get back in the good graces of, like, the Obsidian Order. But then also he reveals that he tried to assassinate all the Obsidian Order people because he because these are all the people who would have been able to, like, figure out what he was doing, basically. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. And in this one, we don't... Like, they don't ever reveal that Garrick is his son. But they do have a scene, like, when they're flying there that Odo's just like, why do you care so much about this guy if, like... Yeah. He was... Right, like, you... You you didn't like him. He's the one that got you exiled. Yeah, but um, by the end of it, you definitely about... you definitely are aware that like he that he views him as some kind of a father figure of some sort. You know. Yeah, I think Garrick says that he was his like mentor or something. But basically, Garrick's just like you know like Odo like kind of gets almost gets a little like angry at Odo and basically says like you don't know what it's like to 
like care that much like care about a person on a like family or like personal level well, yeah, which is like that's an excuse to like have Oda be like but I like Kira but I'm not gonna tell anyone you know yeah and I think because yeah then Oda says like well maybe like if I did I just wouldn't tell you right which yeah is like a really good scene between the two of them mm-hmm. yeah and then basically like kind of tame sort of like monologues and reveals his plan and then kind of tell you know and first is like kind of tells Garrick like well now I have to kill you and then Garrick says like you don't get it like I came here because I thought that you were going to be like a target of being assassinated like I the only reason I came here was to like try to save you and then Tame is just like okay well then like kind of offers him a chance to join his side and like help him with this thing and Garrick Mm -hmm. like the way the episode ends is like Garrick sort of agrees and is just like yes I'll like we'll work together again and Mm -hmm then it says it's to be continued. I was looking this up too, because I was trying to remember and I, they, I actually, they don't think they ever say on the show, like what happened, but like the other thing, the other aspect of this is that, is that the reason like Garrick was, was fired from the obsidian order by Tane for betraying him in some way, but they don't ever say what he did, hmm. which is like kind of, I don't know, kind of, kind of interesting, but I don't think they ever actually get around to like, what happened um but uh yeah so it ends with like this cliffhanger of like odo is like well what's going on in, with this like like why like why is garrick like signing out and say garrick is like yes yes i'm ready to ready ready to, to get back in the game you know yeah and you're kind of left wondering like well what's is this like sincere like what is you know what's the play here you know yeah it's just, it's just like and, that, and that's like that's basically the end of the episode like yeah, um, it, it kind of cuts off like. There's no yeah. Cliffhanger, yeah. There's no real B plot like like you know Kira and like O'Brien get a scene each. Yeah. Um, like I don't I don't know, I'm not even sure if Jadzia is in this episode at all. Quark's not in the episode at all. Yeah, I think Jadzia might have a similar sort of like. There's one scene where like they're looking at something and she says some sciency stuff. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, even Cisco I think has just like one scene where he kind of. Well, he's directing, so that, you know. Yeah, like yells at Garrick to tell him what's going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a couple scenes with Julian and Garrick that are pretty good. But yeah, it is very much a... It is very Garrick and Odo. Um, but yeah, it's just like a... I don't know, it's just like... It's a good episode. It's just it's just fun. It's just like you're you're kind of in it. You want to solve the mystery. And there's just like some good little... It's mostly yeah. it, it's mostly just an excuse for like... Uh, Rene Aborjanal to or I'm just gonna say his name fast and hope that no one catches me, <laughs> but um, that like it's just an excuse for like him to kind of like get to like you know make you know frown while he like solves cl- where he like where he looks for clues you know yeah do like a an old school like detective type yeah and it's, so it's like he's doing that and then and then like Andrew Robinson is just like kind of getting to like do his Garrick thing of just like being really theatrical and like kind yeah. of like oh i'll never tell and like yeah i don't know it's just like yeah i don't know it's just fun it's just it's, like it's a, a lot of fun mm-hmm. yeah it's a very yeah it's just very entertaining yeah i am trying to think if there's anything like to like talk about like that we haven't talked about like that's like a, a interesting like detail here or there yeah this was very much one where i just kind of like got caught up watching it and didn't really like take any notes or anything yeah um just because i was like enjoying 
like a fun show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like it's just like there's not like it's not even that. It's just it's just that like it's not like there wasn't anything to talk about because it's just it's a good episode, but it's like there's not a lot of like details to it where I'm like, oh, this is like we could talk about like why why does money work or whatever. You know, it's right. I, I think that like the 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 the, the assassin that Odo interrogates, he's got a really cool look. He's got kind of like a. He gives you a little bit of like the vibes of like that one Muppet from Muppet Christmas Carol, who is like the the guy who s- takes all of Scrooge's stuff uh, during the Ghost of Christmas Fit to come. Oh yeah, um, is that is it Uncle Deadly? Oh, I think or, it is. Yeah, or is yeah. It just somebody else. It's, no, it, it's something it, like that. I, I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah. yeah, where they just have like the long, like kind of like whiskers, but then they also have them on like other parts of their body. Yeah, so he's got like he's got like some like long chin whiskers. Um, yeah, but he's also got these like long hairs coming off of like the back of his hand and that too. Yeah, yeah, he was cool looking. Well, here's a question, I guess. Actually, like, what what would you if you had to guess what happens? Like, what would you think? What do you think happens? Um, I mean, my assumption is like my guess at the end of it is that like Garrick is just kind of like playing a long game and gonna double cross mm-hmm. Tane. Sure, interesting. Somehow. And like escape without like that, like maybe not like fully double cross him and like foil his plans or anything, but like is going along with it for now because basically like he wants to get him and Odo, like he ultimately just wants to get him and Odo back to Deep Space Nine, mm-hmm. and so it's just kind of like playing along until, and then we'll like end up kind of setting up like a chance to escape. Sure. Well, I wouldn't. That's my guess. Yeah. I wouldn't think to. Spoil it for you. I, I, other just because my, like, like, my read of Garrick is just that, like, he never tells... The, like, he's one of those people that just, like, never tells the truth. Like... Yeah. Like, even when you, like, think, like, oh, okay, finally now he's being sincere. Like, he still is... Like, has some, like, ulterior motive or something. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't think to spoil it for you other than to say that it's, like... It's, it's kind of, like, a more complicated... Like, his motivations are kind of, like, three-dimensional and... I don't know. It's just like it's a the show just like it knows what it knows what it's doing. Like I don't know. It's just like it's 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 just I just think it's like in addition to having that great cast and stuff, I do think it's like the best written Star Trek show personally. I know not you know not everyone feels yeah. that way, which is totally legit. But um, yeah, so it's it's it, there's some nuance there. These these episodes I I like this one quite a bit. I think the episode our next episode I remember liking too. These aren't like my I, I, w- I don't know that I'd like put these up in like my my top my topest of top tier uh, DS9s, mm-hmm. but like yeah, like very. Oh, I guess it's not Uncle Deadly. Sorry, Ann. Oh, you're looking at that. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's a similar type of look, but yeah, it's apparently a different. But yeah, a very a very like solid entry, I think, in the in the canon of uh, of DS9 uh, en- entries. So yeah. Anything else, or should this just be a little bit of a shorter one? Um, I can't think really of anything else I have to say about this one. Yeah, I'm just scrolling through. Uh, I yeah, I really don't. I really yeah. I mean, I think we've we've covered most of it. Like it's it's very it's very very focused. I think it's a very focused episode on like what it's telling, which is like, which is you know I think to the episodes like benefit. Like it, it really it it does do a good job of like. Um, of like really keeping you in the action, uh, yeah. So I don't, I don't think I have anything else really to say about this, other than other than also that I did I liked I liked the I liked the um, the cave set that they used for the Odo like 
Odo's friend oh, scene quite yeah. a bit, where it's like it's like a mo- it's different than their normal cave set. Like it's it's like got two levels. So like Odo is like talking to someone who is like kind of standing in silhouette like above him, which is kind of cool looking. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening. We come out every other week, so in a couple weeks we're going to be back at you with uh, Critical Care, which is Season 7, Episode 5 of Star Trek Voyager. Um, So come back for that. In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter at Contracts. You can visit our website at outofcontracts.podbean.com. You can email us at outofcontracts at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on YouTube at outofcontracts. Contracts is spelled C-O-N-T-R-E-K-S. You can also check out the other shows on the Kaleidoscope Media Podcast Network. There is That's Now Science Works, which is a science publisher podcast. There is Wizard Studies, which is a Harry Potter podcast. And there is Here's Johnny, which is a horror media podcast. So check any of those folks out, and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Bye.